Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Chronic Conversations. It's your girl, Main Jane. And your girl, Talissa. And Gabby G. Today we have a special guest, Hector Sabido. He is a part of the city council. Yes, ma'am. All right. Nice to have you today. Thank you so much for having me. It's an yes. honor. I've been keeping up with you guys, and so you ladies, I should say. Yes. And so it's an honor to be in this chair today. Yeah, we're really excited to have you here today. Oh, you're too kind. Well, you yeah. know what? Uh, anything I can do to help and get the word out of how much I love the city, mm-hmm. and especially South Waco, it's an honor to be here. So thank you. Oh, yeah, you. this is going to awesome. be a great one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do so much more than just the city council. You yes, also ma'am. have, like, ra- you do, like, a couple of radio stations, yes. right? So I'm the general sales manager of four radio stations here in the Central Texas area. So we cover um, not only Waco, but Temple, Colleen, and Hillsboro, Hill County, and all the surrounding areas as well. Uh, Waco City Council, but for sure my most important job and uh, the one that I love the most is being a husband and a daddy to two little ones that I get to go yes. home at the end of the day with two. <laughs> yeah, awesome. I see that. They're adorable. Thank you. Yeah. You know, they are a handful. Uh, you know, we were talking <laughs> earlier, there's never a dull moment with no. them. Completely uh, different personalities. The little girl is the sassy one and, you know, all in your face. My mm-hmm. wife says she's more like me. Um, and, then, and then the other, the, our other one, our son Jeremiah, is more like his mom, more laid back, mm-hmm. you know, chill. And uh, it takes him a while to warm up, but once he's there, he 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 opens up to you. Yeah. Well, we all got kids, so we relate. Yes. <laughs> yes. So you know that. Uh, and they're not always the same. And they're, they're not, different. and you don't get to sleep a lot, you know. <laughs> so we're grateful for coffee or whatever you can get through the day, and some some naps that you can. Sneak in the car in between appointments. Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) Okay, so um, being a city councilman, is that something you always wanted to do? You know, I'll be honest with you, Mary Jane. You know, it was, um, I really was intrigued by government in high school. Um, And I realized that, you know, local policy is a policy that affects us the most. I mean, there's a lot of attention on national elections, presidential elections, even governor, but local policy is what affects us the most. And growing up, uh, in the public world or in the in the in the local public office, there was no one that looked like me right. or you or no. you or any of us, right. you know. And so that kind of fueled my uh, passion a little bit for it. Uh, as as I was, you know, going through school and everything, I started to see a little bit more people that had 
the same color skin that me, you know, the same color eye colors like me. And so they spoke Spanish like right. I did. And, and so I was trying to, maybe it, it is something that is achievable. And, and so to answer your question, I've been wanting to do it for a while, but it was just really finding the opportune time to take advantage of it. And so, uh, you know, about four or five years ago, my wife and I decided to just go for it because it's a team effort. I won't do it yep. without her. I need her support. Um, she handles business at home while I'm out in doing city council meetings and other things. And so um, it just happened that everything fell into place. And so I just got re-sworn in uh, this past month. May 11th. Congratulations. My, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, May 11th for my second <laughs> term. So. Congratulations. Well deserved. And your wife, she was actually running for the uh, school board. School board. Representing yes. South Waco as well. And she yes. was pretty close. She was close, you know, not close <laughs> enough, but, you know, her, her love for the school district and, and her love for community hasn't changed. And so she's still actively involved in, in numerous uh, boards or nonprofits. And so uh, we stay busy between the right. both of us. Yeah. <laughs> right, oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, I do want to tell you thank you because I don't I haven't seen you in person in a while, but uh, you did a major contribution to oh, our oh, egg hunt, our nope. Easter egg hunt. No, no, I no. was planning <laughs> across the street from my shop in that little field, you know, that uh-huh. Casey sure, Field sure. and Hector was the one who said, "Bring it to the South Waco Center, <laughs> and you will have restrooms." Yep. And it was a, it was like such a better choice. Um, and then I didn't have to get the city permit and all this <laughs> extra stuff, and I was like like looking forward to it, but I was a little overwhelmed at the same time. And I was like, "Okay, it's okay, God, I'll pay for it. I'll do whatever I'm supposed to do, right?" Because not only did I need the city permit, but then it was like the health department sure, was getting involved. Sure. It was like all it, this. It's a lot of permits like, that are Yes, and then it got bigger and bigger, but like once I seen the crowd, I was like, Yes, this was way better to yeah. have it here. Yeah. And then even having the the park on site, sure. it had all the kids busy as well. So um, I do want to say thank you well, because you know things needed, that was friend. a blessing. That you was... know, I'm a firm believer that when we have women and men in our community that want to give back to the community, it should be easy to do right so if i can help in any way to make the process easier Mm -hmm. uh then so be it because i mean uh i love to see our community giving back to the community that we grew up in that we're from we don't forget how we grew up our roots and one day uh, a little boy little girl that attended that out that event is going to do the same thing that you're doing uh, just for the next generation right exactly that's what it's all about that's what's Uh, up that's a good point um so we have a segment and it's called tips with t right okay so i just want to know or i think we all want to know do you have what tips do you have for anyone out there that is maybe thinking about taking the same path that you're you know that you're currently in now okay. like what would tips would you give to anyone out there that's just watching and they might not have the courage to do it or sure. they just maybe they think they don't they can't sure. the biggest tip that i would give someone is just go for it you know i think a lot of us i mean you know some of us might think well i'm not qualified to do that i don't have the background or the education but you know what and truth be told none of us do and it's just a matter of taking that step and going for it we learn along the way we're going to make mistakes like we i still make mistakes to this day uh but we learn from it and it's it's go for it you know if there's a a desire in you to want to do it then more than likely i would say my faith says god is calling you to do it and he's tugging Mm -hmm. at your heart to do it so go for it i mean he could have chosen anybody else but he chose you Mm -hmm. and you will never know the outcome unless you do it and you don't want to live 
with what if, what if I should have right. done that? Or what if I missed my opportunity? And so just go for it and, and don't be afraid. Doesn't matter, you know, where we come from, doesn't matter what we look like. I think the biggest thing is our heart for our city and our community. Mm -hmm. And so if you have that, I would say go for it. And, yeah. and uh, I hope anyone listening to this, if they are interested, reach out, please, because I would love the opportunity uh, to bring that next person along. I think that's very important. So y'all, you heard it. Put your best foot forward. <laughs> yes, yes, right? go for it. And, and we need more people like us mm -hmm. on city right. council. We need more people like us at the state level. We need more people like us at the national level. And so Definitely. if not for us, let's do it for our babies that are watching us yeah. and the generation that's coming up behind us. And, and they're going to see people that look like them. And hopefully that's going to motivate them to want to carry it forward as well. Oh, yeah. Yes. Hector, what was growing up in Waco like for you? You know, it was a little different, I would say, only because, um, well, I, I think a lot of people can relate to my story. You know, my parents are immigrants from Mexico, and so I'm a first-generation American. Growing up in a household where Spanish was my first language, uh, I remember going to school, starting kindergarten. Um, and back then, I'm going to show my age, back then there were no ESL classes, so they just stuck all of us in English-speaking classes. And I remember I would go home crying because I didn't understand what my teachers or the students were telling me in my class. And so uh, I, I, I was like five, six years old going home crying, telling my parents I didn't want to go to school because I didn't know what they were telling me. Uh, but I just learned the language. And so, you know, even growing up in Waco, I saw, you know, it was a shocker to me going to uh, university, high school, shout out. UHS. Uh, there you go. Once a Trojan, always a Trojan. Uh, but, but um, you know, uh, going to, to university, I mean, there were majority of the students in the school looked like me. So when I went to college, it was completely different, you know? I mean, like there was hardly anyone that looked like me. So it was definitely a culture shock, even though it was here in our own backyard, Baylor University. Uh, but but in the end, I mean, I just had to know that that I had the opportunity before me and I had to make the best out of it. Um, and, and so I was very fortunate to, and I've seen Waco transition uh, to see where where downtown was nothing. Right. You know, to what it is now. I mean, like Waco is one of the most visited cities in the United yeah. States. And, whoever, still growing. and still growing and still people coming in. And whoever thought that that Waco would be like that yeah. or to see different, uh, even different local businesses that are popping up that are outside of just Mexican restaurants. But now you have, you know, bakeries and you have coffee shops that are all uh, people of color owned. And I think that's what makes Waco beautiful and unique is the diversity right. oh, that yeah, we have here. Yes, ma'am. I've seen you cut cutting ribbons left and right, <laughs> cutting ribbons everywhere at all these like dirt construction sites, right? So like what is something that you are most excited that's coming to Waco? You know, I would say probably one of the biggest things that I'm excited about is um of course Amazon is a big deal. Yeah. But I, but let me tell you why it's to me it's cool is because they're going to um, employ over a thousand people from Waco starting them at fifteen dollars an hour, which yeah, is great life-changing for some people you right. know when you take someone that's making minimum wage mm -hmm. and all of a sudden you double their salary to 15 dollars an hour i mean you think about the uh the generational poverty that they can break right. with that type with that type of opportunity right. and so there's numerous companies that are coming like that that the city is incentivizing to come but there's a requirement of what they have to offer their employees as far as minimum wage and benefits and things like that and so imagine 
your family, your coworkers, your neighbors working in a place where they have insurance right. and they can take their kids to the doctor. And that just creates a better opportunity of life for them. That, and of course, I will say I'm very excited about the redevelopment of the Floyd Casey area. Right. Uh, so I'm very, you know, late, fingers crossed later this year, there will be breaking ground. Um, and so you don't get an opportunity to create new neighborhoods in the city, right. within the city limits. Uh, and so I'm very excited that we have that opportunity in South Waco while still giving a nod and paying respect to the surrounding areas and still having that South, South Side mm -hmm. flavor to it. Right. Yeah, I've been so, wondering what they were going to yeah. do with that this space. It's been there. like, yeah. It's, it's been like that for, for a few years, I mean, since the state, the old stadium was knocked yeah. down. And so, I mean, over the past year and a half, of course, COVID put a little uh, kink in the plans, you right. know, had to put a halt <laughs> on it. But now that we're back in full force, I mean, the plans are moving forward. And so, uh, you know, like I said, hopefully later in the year, you'll see uh, the groundbreaking on it. And then there'll be you know, a park area as well for our students to uh, entertain and, and have their, play, you know, have baseball fields and football fields and bringing Southern back to the heart of South Waco. So I'm very excited about that. Right. I have the my my shop is right yep. across the street from yes, the field and I have like this beautiful view because yep. it's empty and the sun goes down yep. right there and it uh -huh. just changes the skies off different colors but I always be like let me enjoy this now <laughs> because I know that development's coming and it's gonna be yeah. all this gonna be, be there probably this time next year yes. you'll see a lot more activity going on there <laughs> they're gonna block the view yeah <laughs> but you know but it's also gonna be an opportunity for local businesses right. to put the more business is there and I just I'm a huge proponent of of uh, local people starting their own business I love that I love to see you know uh, entrepreneurs living out their dream and and setting a standard for their family um, I'm all about you know setting the standard for the generation yeah. to come and our local business owners like you ladies right, are doing right. that you're doing that all right, so I have a question. Yes. I know the first time I've ever seen you, I've seen you at Mighty Wind. Yes. So you were a pastor there. So yes. are you still pastoring or are you just... You know, I'm not a pastor anymore. I, ha I have to say that there is a... A time and a season for everything. And right okay. now, I think, right, I've, I really feel that my calling is to be in the community. Um, still believe in God, still right. go to church and yes. everything. But I believe that, you know, ministry can be done outside of the four walls mm -hmm. of the church. Right. I think that's just as important. And so even when I get an opportunity at city council or, or social gatherings or anything, it's very important to me to still live out my faith. Right. And so um, I, I still, you know, preaching is still near and dear to my mm -hmm. heart. And I have you were good. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Yeah. But you know, I have people that I look up to that I still listen to that I'm like, man, they uh, they have they got it going on. And right. so, uh, but but I, for this season, I really feel that that our ministry, my and my family's ministry time is it's in the community right, right now in the city. That's, That's cool. Um, people, a lot of people don't know this about me, but mm -hmm. I'm a PK kid. All right. Yes, yeah, so I love my, it. My grandparents were pastors. Okay. So that I so relate you know, to right, that. Yeah, right. like even though you say you're not pastoring anymore, mm -hmm. it's still there. You yep. know, it hasn't went away. Absolutely. I've always felt like that too growing up because I don't go to churches, you know, like I should. Y'all know that, but <laughs> it's okay. But it's always there with me. Yep. I know what I was taught. I know there it was. Believe me, she be preaching to there me. There you go. <laughs> That's what it's about. That's it's what it's about. Preaching to me. It's instilled. Yeah you right and saying and, and i'm sure you're instilling it to your kids as well so uh 
we don't have to be in church or hold a position in church. I mean, that's all great. Please don't. Yeah, for sure. And that's oh, yeah. all good stuff. Uh, but we could still do God's work outside as yes. outside of the four walls. And I think I think it's important to do both. Y- yes, ma'am. But especially outside. Yes. Because a lot of people in the church like to put on the front like yep. everything's good and happy. But yep. like outside of the church is where a lot of the work needs yep. to be done. And, right? and, and we need a lot of believers that are making decisions for our community. They're going to be better we know we can't leave it in the hands of somebody else we need to be out there and doing it and so that to me it is ministry work what you ladies are doing what we do in the community things like that it all goes hand in hand it's still it's still been building the kingdom of god it really is it really is Yes. Okay. Another thing that we like to do on okay. this, uh, ep- I mean, on this podcast is uh, we call it sexy sixty. Okay. So it's like sixty seconds. Give us sixty seconds of something that you find sexy, like whether it's like you know whatever sure. you think. You know, sure. cars. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, a lot of people they're yep. into cars. Uh, absolutely. You know? Whatever you find sexy, we want to hear it. Yep. So I'm gonna tell you the most sexiest thing I think that exists on this earth is my wife Hilda. Oh. Yeah, Shout out. I love, that I love when she dresses up, and you know, I'm not talking about like in a dress or anything, She's but beautiful. I. I, I love when you know she has her hair curled and she doesn't wear a lot of makeup and she has jeans and heels on and she's a classy lady nice and yeah. uh, I love having her on my arm when we go out to city functions and city events and uh, I just know that she makes me look good <laughs> and so I appreciate that about her and and then if you get to know her her heart is even more yes. beautiful you know and so to me that's sexy it's, yes. it's just being with my wife and uh, sometimes we'll just go out to dinner and just her and I and have a, a glass of wine and dinner and mm-hmm. and to me that's uh we're, we're that's living the life to me right. and that's what I find sexy right. it is that's especially beautiful. when you have kids right? yes <laughs> yes that's important time. we're very grateful for family that can babysit when oh, we yeah. want them to <laughs> <laughs> not for real. It takes a village. That, yes, it does. Yes, and I'm it does. Recruiting some more from my village. Like, <laughs> and all, there's uh, about 15 in my family that they take turns watching right. my kids. Yeah, you need a lot, right? See, mine's are so crazy. I gotta split them up. Like, like, nobody wants to take both of them at one time. Like, <laughs> it's okay. When they grow up, they'll be inseparable. Right? When they grow up, they'll be inseparable. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, so being on the city council, yep. um, I can tell you right now, growing up in Waco, I never met anyone sure. on city council, never met the mayor. I need, I need your, I need your help on that. We got you. I got you. I got you. I never met the mayor or anyone on city council. So like for the people watching who've never, like to me, y'all are really higher up, you know? Man, so we're down to earth so, people. But how do we get in touch with y'all? How do we um, help like make changes sure. in our city like how do we show up to these meetings yep. when are these meetings yep. like, good questions let it let us know Great how questions. you know because y'all are y'all are you know open mm-hmm. for discussion yeah. and things like that but a lot of people don't know that yeah. we want yeah we want to hear from you we want to hear what's uh, concerning concerning to you we want to hear what's important to you we want to hear um what you want to see in the city happen you know a lot of times uh people might think well i don't want to reach out to them because they won't listen to me but we i, I can tell you that i have uh, fellow council members and a mayor that we want to hear from the community and so very easy to get a hold of us email us 
It's probably the best way. Um, and all of our emails are found on the City of Waco's website. So it's public information. All of us have a city-owned uh, cell phone that has our number published so you can call us or text us. Um, a lot of us are on social media, so it's just a matter of looking at <laughs> us. Looking, yeah, <laughs> looking us up and, and getting a hold of us. And then, of course, come to council meetings. So the council meetings are the first and third Tuesday of every month. So, so twice a month. Twice a month. We meet the first and third Tuesday of every month. Uh, they start at 2 o'clock. Um, and so you can come anytime you want. And they usually are over about 7 o'clock. So about five, six hours that we spend there wow. twice a month. Yeah, it's a long time. <laughs> so is um, it like, sorry, is it like the, everybody, all the districts? Yep. So so we meet. So all of the council representatives, all the district representatives and the mayor all meet together uh, twice a month on the second and third Tuesday of every month. There's an agenda that's published a few days and we meet right at the convention center at the Bosque Theater. So and it's open to the public. I mean, everything that we do is open. We want to be transparent. We want to make sure that people don't think that we're trying to hide anything or be shady or anything like that. And so it's open to the public and you can come and give your feedback there and your comments. And we want to hear from you. Okay. So this might not be the proper platform to go for it. Please. I'm going to tell you what I want changed in our city. Well, at least one of the things, one thing that I find very important. I went to Seattle not too long ago and, um, I noticed how advanced, like eco-friendly they are. Um, and so since I've been back, everything's been so annoying to me. Like these receipts, (laughs) everybody keeps printing out receipts and up there, they wouldn't give me a receipt. Like it would either go to your phone or you just don't get it. They text it to you. They're like charging you for bags, like, and only giving out paper bags, and you know what I mean? Sure. So, things like that I find like very important. I, w- I, you know, learned a lot um, in my last semester, uh-huh, uh-huh. and like things like recycling. Yep. And I feel like one of the things uh, a lot of people don't recycle here because you'll have to call and get another recycle. Right. And you got to pay for right. it and things it's like that. It's not really required. Right, right. right. There you go. And I feel like it should be. Uh-huh. It should be required for us to recycle. And instead of us paying to recycle sure. and have an extra bin, I feel like we should pay for not recycling. Like it good should point. be, you know, Very I don't want to get a fine. Let me recycle this month. <laughs> right. You know? If I yeah. came by your house yeah. a couple times and your bin is empty, I know you're not so, recycling. Something's going on here. Right. I know you got something in there that needs to be out here. Yeah. You know? So things I like think, that. Yeah, I think that's great, Mary Jane. You know, I could tell you that here over the last, since I've joined council, I should say, I mean, uh, we have looked for opportunities for Waco to become more environmentally friendly, more green. Mm-hmm. Um, and that could be as anything as, as buying, you know, because the city of Waco has fleets and vehicles that we buy and looking for those opportunities to buy those smart vehicles where okay. they're not mm-hmm. using gasoline, but they're more electric right. vehicles or even some of our city buildings having the solar panels. So uh, mm-hmm. we're conserving on the electricity that way. And so um, maybe even looking at, you know, here recently we launched a sustainable resource advisory board, which means that, you know, they're looking at all the city operations to see how we become more uh, eco-friendly. And so I think that's a great idea. I think that's important for all of us. We want to do it. Um, we don't, the, the downside of it is a lot of that stuff is expensive right now. Mm-hmm. And so we don't want to pass on the cost to the taxpayers. So we're trying to balance it out of how do we make these changes with the budget that we have and still it not impact 
the taxpayers' okay. uh, bottom pocket, bottom, bottom line. Uh, but we want to make these changes because we realize that we need to take care of our environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, uh, it's a real thing, you know, that, that, that the climate change is a real thing. And so we need to figure out ways as a, as a municipality, as a city, how do we take care of our city better? And so we're looking at all those avenues, and we have an advisory board dedicated to just this specifically to give us those recommendations and to say, we went to Seattle and we saw this. How do we implement that here in Waco? Right. And so I think that's great. And so over the over the next couple of years, you'll see us moving more into that direction. Yes, yes. Well, that's one thing I wanted to yeah, say. Yeah, like, I, I appreciate I, you I bringing it up. I think it's a good idea. Yes, like, I appreciate giving it. me these receipts. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, or, <laughs> or even, you know, not give out plastic bags right. or, or whatever it may be. Or I, I think those are good things that can be changed right away. And, uh, you know, making sure that people are recycling. I think it's another important tip. Right. Uh, I have a question. Yes. I see that you're on a lot of uh, committee boards. Yes. Like a lot. I, I know. Too and many. No, but I want to know, though, like what is one of like your favorite ones and why? I think one of the favorite. Um, I hope the other boards don't get mad at me, but I'm be very transparent with you guys. So one of my one of my favorite one, or probably the most favorite one, is I, I chair a, a nonprofit by the name of Inspiracion, uh, and what we do is we work with uh, Latino families to get them ready into the American system, uh, education oh, system. I like that. Um, and so I think that's important to me because just uh, the upbringing, the experience right. that I had when I was in kindergarten. And so what we do, these our students and their parents come to class once a week. Uh, throughout the semester, throughout the year, and we really work with the students, you know, ver- um, their verbal skills, their social skills, their math skills, their reading skills, and, you know, things like that. At the same time, we're integrating their parents into the school that their kids are going to attend, so that way when their kids start kindergarten, they're already familiar with the staff yeah. and the administration, right. yeah. and it makes it a lot easier for them. And comfortable. And, and comfortable, and, and a lot of our, majority of our families, um, English is their second language. So we also help the moms with ESL and get them ready for uh, the English-speaking environment. And so I, I would say that's probably one of the favorite things, one of the favorite boards that I serve on because I've seen the, the benefit that it has, mm-hmm. and it just has a, because of my story, it has a special place in my heart oh, for yeah. that. And that, what is that called again? Inspiracion. So it's inspiration in Spanish, okay. uh, and we have it on the Alta Vista campus. So still in the South Waco school. That's, that's <laughs> awesome. You know, when I was younger, I went to Brazos. I'm fluent. Okay. So whenever, there was this one uh, young boy that came to class, and we had a math class together, and he did not know English. Wow. But I was his helper. like I, And it made me feel really sure. good because I was able to help him. There and you go. Everybody's like, what, Gabby? I'm like, yeah. That's awesome. I was always like, any new kid, yep. I was always trying to get to know them. That's awesome. Like, yeah. where are you from? <laughs> yeah. Where did yeah. you move? But yes, he had moved from Mexico, and uh-huh. Uh, I helped him. And I wonder where he's at now. But I went to Brazos, yeah. so it was a lot of. <laughs> but but you know what? I, 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 a lot I, of what? <laughs> I almost guarantee you that he still remembers you because because of the impact that you had on his life. That's meaningful to kids, especially that age when they're in elementary or junior high. That's meaningful to them, and so I'm sure he still remembers you. Right. I hope so. <laughs> I get to see him one day. Yep. So, uh, Hector, being a city councilman, uh-huh. do you have any, like, do you know the stats on, like, our crime rates or yep. anything like that? Like, is it better than before? Is it 
Like, what is it looking like? Sure. What's it looking like? Sure, I'll, I'll be very honest with you guys. So over the last couple of years, prior to last year, I should say, uh, our crime stats were going down, not only just in certain parts of the Waco, Waco but all over the city, really. Um, in 2020, they went back up. I mean, I'm sure you guys heard about it on the news and newspapers. We had a lot of our sons lost to, and I call them sons because they're, they're babies. I see them as sons. A lot of mm-hmm. uh, our sons lost to, and, and, and daughters lost to um, violent crimes here in Waco mm-hmm. with murders and uh, things that ought not to be. Uh, which is very sad. I can't imagine uh, being the the kids' parents right. or or their guardians it's or something. Often. It is, and it's it's sad and and it's um, uncalled for, you know. And so I will tell you that last year, even in spite of COVID, with with people shelter in place, our crime stats did go up. We have this new chief now. Uh, shout out to Chief Victoria. And, you yeah, know, yeah. our first black female police chief in the history of Waco, Texas. And so I'm excited for her to bring ideas and and things that she's learned at other departments or other cities that she's been in. And so she's been busy at work at how do we address this issue of of our young people being in such violent crimes because uh, they had their whole lives ahead of them. Bright, smart intelligent athletic athletic, and have their whole world in front of them um and to be lost to something like this it it breaks my heart and so i'm hoping that we could get to the point i think you'll always have that petty theft or you know maybe some of those crimes that yeah yeah. that aren't like violent but i think we need to address our violent crimes right now because that's where we're losing our babies at yes definitely um any like programs or anything like that that we could get behind and push more for the community to know about you know you know one of the things that uh Chief Victorian is really big on it. She made a, a, a presentation to council a couple weeks ago. It's about changing the theory or the philosophy of the Waco Police Department to relational police. And so, right. so it's not police being in your neighborhood just to arrest, arrest you, but police being in your neighborhood to create that relationship with mm-hmm, you. So yeah. when something is going down in your neighborhood or you see something suspicious in your neighborhood, you ha- you already have the police officer's phone number that you can contact and they're there. They know that you're Mary Jane that grow, grew up in South Waco and that you live there and, and, North and, Waco, and, but oh, it's okay. sorry, <laughs> it's okay. but, you're, but, you're, but you're in South Waco now. So, um. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I got you. I got you. But but you know what I mean. They have that relationship with you right. already. That they know that you know the neighborhood, and so I, I'm excited about that program to come forth. And so I would say, you know, we we need our young people to get behind that. We need us people of color to get behind yeah. that because it's not about having more police to weaponize the department is having more police to really engage the community on what the needs are. And each community, each neighborhood has a different need. Right. And and different neighbors and the neighbors have a different want. And so it's really getting to know that neighborhood and the community to see how they can help the community feel safe. And I think that's very important. That's the big difference. Um, with our new chief, I uh-huh. think it looks a lot, it, look, it makes Waco look really good. Agreed. Um, but... 
Uh, do you still think uh, we have a long way to go as far as racism in our city? You know, um, I, I won't lie and tell you that it does not exist in Waco because I would be lying to you. <laughs> I think we have made great strides in moving forward and being more inclusive and equitable uh, and diverse in our leadership. But it's no secret. We still have work to do. Right. We still have work to do. And, and, and I know for me, that's one of the biggest things that's on my radar is how do we be, how do we go more steps? Even I'm glad that we made these steps, but we still have work to do. Right. And so my job is to see that work that needs to be done and figure out how the city gets there. And so I am open for suggestions, recommendations, but I can assure you and promise you and everyone who's listened to that, that is on my radar is how do we become a city that is for everybody, not just a certain group of people. Right, right. How do you feel about Juneteenth being a national I holiday love it. now? I love it. <laughs> right. I you were in the parade. I was yeah. in the parade. Yeah. You know, okay. you know I, I, I tell you that an advancement for one is an advancement for all of us. And right. so I love that Juneteenth is a national holiday. I think it's long overdue, yeah, for honestly. Sure um, and I love, you know, speaking of the parade, we were there this past uh, weekend with the Syntex African-American Chamber of Commerce. They did a wonderful job putting on the parade. But it was, let me tell you, I mean, yes, Kids were having a good time, and, and candy was being thrown out, and it was hot. I mean, I'm not even going to lie to you. <laughs> but the beautiful thing that I noticed is that there were so many people from Waco, from all walks of life, that were there supporting the parade. And I think that, was, to me, was the most beautiful thing. I think um, for it becoming a national holiday, uh, that's awesome. But we've been celebrating right. Juneteenth, yeah. right. but this year it was a little sweeter. Sure. It was a lot sweeter because we've been doing this. We get ready for Juneteenth right. all the time because we're right. in Texas. <laughs> right. But now to see, like, the world, uh, well, not the world, it's but recognized. the nation right. is behind us. Sure. It's like, well, welcome to the party. Yeah. We've, been doing this. <laughs> we've been doing this. Well, well, that's the thing. Texas was a trendsetter. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? It was, Texas was a trendsetter, and it, it was time for everybody else to catch up because it like you know it's long overdue right and even though we knew about it and we knew the reason to celebrate i think for the for the whole country mm-hmm. to know now i think just speaks volumes right. and it right. tells you that we are making some progress we're not where we need to be right. i'll admit that but we are making progress that's awesome. <laughs> okay, so um, do you want to ask him about the... Yes. So we have Artist of the Week. Okay. Um, so who are you currently listening to or who is your favorite artist? So I will tell you here lately... Um, so so my playlist is a little eclectic, I will say. <laughs> so you have anything from Cardi B. You have anything from Migos. You have anything from J Balvin and Maluma. Okay. You had Los Tigres del Norte okay. and Energia Norteña. <laughs> so, 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 so it's very eclectic. You have some Hillsong in there, some okay. Elevation Worship. Okay, you know, that's I, my playlist. <laughs> you know, I, I'll be honest with you. Like, if you were to get in my car, you probably think, He's just all over the place, yeah. but that's what I like. And so right now, I will tell you uh, Church of the City, which is, uh, they have a song on, on Air One that I love right now. Um, God Turn It Around. So that's definitely on my playlist, on my top list. And then there's a song by Jay Bobbin out right now, which is also on my top right now. So those are the two probably okay. things that, that yeah. music songs that I, that I get yeah. into that get me going in the morning or during the day as, as right. I'm working. Right. <laughs> so being all, uh, all around Superman, right? Um, <laughs> how do you friend. balance all this out? Because I know what it's like, but I want to know from you if you can give me any more yeah. tips. <laughs> it's tough, man. I'll be honest with you. It's tough. But I would tell you that um, I made a determination that my family comes first. Right. So 
anytime they need me, even though um, I have all these other commitments, that there's a time where my family needs me, that comes first. First and foremost, before work, before city, before nonprofit work, um, my family comes first. And then, of course, it takes a, uh, I have a wonderful, wonderful secretary at the city of Waco. Shout out to Sindra, uh, who <laughs> keeps my calendar intact and you yeah. know she keeps it on point and wow. so uh that it takes it a, it, a, a tremendously so <laughs> she'll tell me here's your calendar for the day and uh please don't be late <laughs> what's her name Sandra. Sandra. That's my Sandra right there. Yeah, Sandra. Sandra. So shout out to Sandra. She keeps me she keeps me on point yes, there. Yes, we uh, cannot do it without her. No, right? not at all. I mean and, and then of course uh, it's just a matter of of uh just finding what's important, what what really is important. I think for me, sometimes I get so caught up and want to say yes to everything right. because I want to make an impact, but I also realize that I'm only one person. Right. And so I have to pick what I think I can have the most impact on. That's where the balance comes in. There you in. go. And then where the balance, and then there's other things that I could possibly pass along or give others the opportunities to really step up uh, and, and, and let them shine as well. I think I'm a big proponent of that, that, uh, my job is to let other people shine. Oh, yeah, I love that. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> so family man, council man, yep. church man, radio man. Radio man. <laughs> you wear a lot of hats. Uh, I do. No. Uh, I do. And and, and also uh, Netflix, man. So on my downtime. Netflix and chill. That's right. He yeah. definitely balances out. <laughs> yeah. So do you sing? Do you rap? Do you dance? No, I, let me, so, so, so let me tell you, my whole family can either play an instrument or sing. And that skipped me for some reason. Really? <laughs> I, yeah, cannot, I cannot do this. I guess so. I have a big mouth. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. So uh, another thing I think we should do. Please let me know. This out Please there. do. Okay, so an uh, idea that just popped in my okay. head right now. Let me have it. I'm giving it to you right now. <laughs> this episode. Fresh like, off the press. No, okay. So what I want to see is the council, the city council. Chronic conversations, maybe the maybe the police department okay. and the community, okay. all in one event, and we do something. Cause like I said, I growing up, I yep. never met a councilman, sure. I never met anybody in the city government. Sure, sure. So I feel like we should get a lot of kids, okay, somewhere where they can meet all of our city government, like I love a meet it. and greet, right? Yes. The city. <laughs> Even police officers, like something, maybe a back to school or something in between Christmas, something where we get all these kids together and we get our, our city police, our city councilmen. And of course, us. I think <laughs> we can help still. We can help still. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so divided. Yep. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. It would feel like everybody's kind of coming closer together. Oh, for the together. same goal. Yes. Exactly. Right. And so shaking hands. Okay. Yep. You know off I mean? the dome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I think that would be beautiful because uh, we want to know more police sure. officers that care about us sure. and not just, you know, I be love it. afraid. A lot of us are traumatized. I know I'm traumatized. I, right. Well, I, I got reasons to be traumatized, but <laughs> but at the same time, nobody wants to feel like that when they see a cop car. Absolutely. Nobody wants to there you feel go. like they have to feel unsafe. Right. Like, so if we can get some familiar faces, I get agree. to know some people, I love you know, it. especially see their heart. Because I love it. when they see, you know, these cops do care or they do smile yep. or they do play basketball yep. with kids and, you know, yes. things like that. I think that'll be awesome. I tell you what, let's do it. Let's do one, it. one condition. One condition. It's in South Waco. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 
That that's my only one condition. Thank you. 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 <laughs> this is doing downtown. <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, we could. I love that idea. Let's do it. Yeah, Let's I think that would be an awesome thing for the community, for the leaders in the yep, community. I think and so. We can get to like even their parents are going to come and get yep. to meet you know people that they've never seen before. I love it. Yeah. So let's get. Waco PD, council, of course, you beautiful ladies, and then maybe even some firefighters in yeah. there as well, and some of our city management staff so they can see the ins and outs. And I think that's a great idea. Yeah, I think I think so. Get something event, some kind of event with Local the kids. business owners, too. Yes. That way they're familiar, you know, with the police as well, and the police yep. are familiar Absolutely. with them. Absolutely. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I think so. I think that. All right. Okay. We'll work we'll on it. it. We'll, we'll work it. on it. Mark our words. We're Anything else you want to share with us, Hector, that we can get excited for, for Waco or? You know, I would say, you know, just uh, keep representing Waco the way we do. You know, even last year, um, as as the, you know, of course, we saw the unfortunate death of, of, of Mr. George Floyd. And, and there was all these protests going on. Uh, throughout the city and there was even protests here in Waco but mm -hmm. Waco did it with such class yes. oh, yes. and such grace and nothing got out of hand and the point was still got across and right. that, that is one of the many times that I look back at my city and said man we did that yeah. that made us proud and we so yeah we yeah. did that and, and, and keep doing that mm -hmm. you know keep standing up for what you believe is right and wrong draw the line between right and wrong but also you do it where, pe where people will hear your actions more than they hear the words that are coming out right. of your mouth, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so uh, Waco, keep being you, please. Waco, keep being the great city that you are. And I think all it's all of our opportunity and responsibility to push our city forward. Yes. That was good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I know I said I was going to do that. <laughs> I got one more question. Let me have it. How do I get into the Alico? And what is going on you, in the Alico? You know what? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to get into the Alico. <laughs> That's a good question. Like, since you're here, like, how do we get in there? How you, do we get you, in there? You know, you would think that I would have access with the city parking lot being across the street. Right. <laughs> but I don't even have access to it. So I'm really trying to figure out what's going on there. I'm like, uh, can I knock on somebody's door? Over here? I need to get in there. Call, I need to see what's call, up there. Call the receptionist or something. Yeah, I'm sure I somebody. Call, <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's hard to get in. If it makes if it makes you feel better, I don't even it have makes access to it. Feel a lot better that you don't I don't even have access to it. <laughs> Soon as they let us in there, like. we're in. We're yeah, in. All right, Hector. Well, thank you so much thank for, you for coming. Y'all follow Hector on all social media sites. Thank you. And vote again. Look, please. Keep him in the city please. Councilman. Please. Yes. Please. I, I want to keep making you guys proud yeah. yes thank you so much thank for everything you, you do for thank our city oh, and let's you. let's get this event started let's all right get it going i love it so we can get uh get it popping in our city right. <laughs> thank you again ladies it's been fun thank you we out peace with the dealers hug out with the shooter i started getting mola just to look a little cooler my teeth from the jeweler just to look a little cooler my fit a little new
just a look of look This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.